Okay, so with Blake uh, Thornton, he's the producer, he's the star, he's the creator of Chase That Feeling, winner of Best Feature Film at the Action Adventure Film Festival. Where are you right now? Because you're all, you guys are always on some sort of adventure, right? So where are you guys now? <laughs> um, so we're actually we're in Sydney, so we're we're at our home base, but we have just returned from uh, the Australian Snowy Mountains. We just had a weekend down there boarding, so we've. Uh, We've been bouncing around, but you've got us. You've got us in our our home little zone right now. But yeah, it's been uh, there's been plenty going on the last month. We've I've done an Indonesian kind of stint up there, and as I mentioned, we've we've done the snowy mountains. So we're we're hard guys to kind of um, tie down. So the the genesis of your film is that you and Matthew, uh, the co-creator, are best friends, childhood friends, and you guys kind of do a venture travel around the world and you kind of did this feature film about you guys kind of chasing that feeling, quote unquote, not like a drug thing, but almost a drug thing. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's yeah. an addiction. You're trying to find some, have you found your high yet? Uh, your action high yet? Or adventure? I, I think, yeah, I think so. Um, like adrenaline is most, most certainly like a form of drug. It's an, a natural one. It's uh. Yeah. And it's and I think with, we we started with just a common passion for surfing. Like we just that's how we met. We spent all our time in the ocean. Um, as you we kind of grew up, we started to branch off a bit. Of, if you would, Matt fell in love with the snow. Um, and then we kind of just started. We would, we've been doing surf trips together since we were teenagers, and um, we definitely started to get uh, you know broaden our horizons and want to go to more obscure places and. And there was definitely an adrenaline high from adventuring as much as there was just participating in the sports that we loved. Um, mm. You know, Iceland features heavily in our film, and that that and if anyone with an adventurous side, that is a that is a country you have to visit. And there is just something magical and and unique about that landscape and and just the ever changing nature of it. That it almost is on par with kind of the, the, the thrill and the high you get from surfing a massive wave or riding a massive mountain. So I've definitely found um, there is a correlation between, you know, the adrenaline from surfing or, or, or doing a sport as there is with the adventure side from traveling. Gotcha. So, okay. So you guys both grew up in Sydney. So you guys both grew up near the ocean, like surfing was something that was yep. close to you. That was like, affordable and accessible to both you guys like yeah very lucky we um we, we live in uh in and around maroubra beach in sydney which is in the heart of sydney it's a, a you know a metropolitan beach 15 minutes from the cbd you can you can see you know the the, the high rise from from many parts of maroubra our fathers are actually both surfers too and on top of that they went to the same school together they were friends um they kind of they participate in the ocean different ways. My dad rode a conventional surfboard, whereas uh, Matt's, Matt's dad actually rode a, a surf ski, a paddle ski. Um, but that, that, that being said, they, they were both in the water. It was kind of natural progression that we were going to end up in the water, being, being their sons and growing up around the ocean. Um, being fortunate enough, both of us, to have sort of family vacation places down the south coast of New South Wales too, so we could escape the hustle and bustle in the crowds. Um, and yeah, the second we we crossed paths, we, we met via our dads. We were I was with my dad, he was with his dad, and we were both checking the surf. Our dad started chatting me, and Matt started chatting, and uh, we just we we just we started surfing and hanging out after that. And it was it was it was really. Like, think, how old were you guys? How old were you guys when that happened? Uh, we were fourteen. 
Okay. So this is a 20 year friendship. This is a long friend. Long, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think life's funny. You, you obviously meet so many people, like so many, if you think about all the people you meet along the way and here yeah. and there and whatnot, but, but like a handful that you just kind of know pretty quickly, like, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of on the same path here. We, we enjoy the same things. We, we care about the same stuff and we, we realized that really quickly and just that's, that was it. We've been inseparable ever since. Has there ever been a girl that tried to like, if this was a movie, there would be a girl that came in to kind of break you guys up. Has <laughs> happened before? Nah. No, we are lucky. Um, <laughs> we went to school in different areas. So Matt, Matt stayed local and went to school around here, but I was, um, I was really keen on rugby league. Um, you know, like the, it's kind of the, the national contact sport over here. And I, yeah, sure. I, I pursued that and went to a, a sports specific school, which was in kind of the next, next, um, you know, shire, I guess you'd call it about 20 minutes from where I live. So we were kind of running around with different groups of girls, if that makes sense. You know, we were, <laughs> we were, we would surf all the time, but I, I was like, you, know, you kind of, you meet the girls through school mainly and he's, he was around here and I was over there. So we never had that, um, that issue, thankfully. So there's, there's rugby, but there's also Australian rules football. Is that still a thing in Australia? Yeah, very much so. So um, Australian rules is kind of a big thing in Victoria. That's their, that's the sport of their state, but New South Wales and Sydney, this is, this is real rugby league territory. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's, there's almost, there's some friction there, you know, like I remember definitely growing up as like, if you're an AFL guy, like, you know, a rugby league guy, I thought you are a pussy or so, you know, vice versa. So it was, um, what's the it, difference it, between it's like, is there a fundamental difference between the two? Yeah. Essentially, um, AFL, the rules is it's predominantly kicking and you're, you're kicking to get down the field and, and just kick the ball through the, the scoring post, the goal post. So it's, okay. it's, it's similar to soccer with a lot more contact. Okay. Um, but then rugby league is you're, you're running the ball like it's more like a American football where you actually have to have possession of the ball um, and you're getting tackled and then you you get a, a set amount of tackles in a set and and you're trying to cross the, the goal line with the ball in your person. Gotcha. So it's, um, yeah, no, I, play, I played rugby. I was just curious. Like I never played a yeah. football before. I was always curious like – because it's it's such it's such specific. It's it is it's country, yes. right? Yeah. Well, Australian rules is crazy athletic. You know, they just because of the kicking and how far the ball can move in a short space of time. Those guys are just constantly running like back and forth. They're doing, you know, well over ten kilometers of running per game. So it's um they they both got their their specific skill sets required to. Participate, but yeah, the, I was just I was rugby league. My dad played it. Um, it was it was the predominant sport in the area we grew up. Matt played rugby league as well. He um he played till he was about oh, fifteen or sixteen. Um, just locally, but yeah, it's just something you grow up playing. Okay, so you guys are both surfers, amazing surfers. What is there? Is it a seamless transition from surfing to skiing and snowboarding? Like, is it that? Like, it doesn't seem. It seems like two different types of sports. And yeah, one would assume. Like, pardon the ignorant question, but. You're in Sydney, so you figure that it's it's warm. Like there's not much skiing in that area. No, um, and I'll answer. So for me personally, um, it wasn't a seamless transition. It's it's completely different. Um, just the sensation of being strapped in. Um, and I guess the the move, the actual movements to 
to turn on a snowboard differ a little from a surfboard. And because I was so entrenched in surfing, I started out trying to surf the mountain. If that, like, that that's just kind of how I approached it, which wasn't necessarily the right way about it. And I, so for me, it was yeah, different. Matt fell in love with it a lot quicker, and I guess he he had a bit of a broader reach when it comes to participating in certain sports. So he he kind of, I, I guess he took to it a lot quicker than I did and spent a lot, like he spent a lot more time in it, whereas I was real surf, surf focused. And then um, so much so, you know, he fell that in love with it. He moved to Canada and he spent three years over there. So Matt, Matt's developed into a phenomenal snowboarder, um, you know, and can do, can do the tricks, can do the, the high alpine backcountry stuff. Um, he's, he's competent on a snowmobile and fortunate. Fortunately enough for me, I, I got to kind of experience all these things um, through him. And I, in the last sort of seven, eight years that we filmed the project, my snowboarding progressed massively, but it was just due to Matt being there and also having access to these crazy locations where the snow is incredible. The snow in Australia is fun, but doesn't get amazing. It's not really yeah. steep. So I got, um, I kind of got tossed into the deep end, if, if you'd like. And uh, it, it definitely, made me a much better snowboarder and you know if i go to snow here now i'm i'm really comfortable yeah well you get the balance there's a there's a certain balance i know you're strapped in on the snowboard but there's a certain balance that you have with your your uh with your snowboard with your surfing skills and plus that the you kind of hand-eye coordination is probably pretty pretty profound as well so athletic guy yourself it's like i know it's not easy but it's i'm sure you're you're ahead of the curve as the most and to pick it up i guess right yeah, yeah. Look, I got on it. Um, I guess I, I set myself high expectations with, with certain things. Like I do have a bit of an athletic background, and I, I kind of thought I would be, like you know, back to the point. Is it? Is it? Are they very similar? I thought I'd be a natural, but yeah, with surfing, you shift your weight a lot more, and you're not restricted to do that because you're not strapped in. But with then with the snowboard, because you've got you know the bindings and everything locking you in place, it is a lot harder to shift your weight around, and you, you kind of you know, you lean forward to an extent, but if you're riding like that, that deep powder, you really have to lean back and keep the nose of your snowboard up. So um, I, I thought I was going to be a, a pro snowboarder within, you know, three or four goes of doing it. But the, the reality is I'm, I am miles away from being a, a pro snowboarder, but I, I, I surf the mountain. That's kind of just my thing where I'm a bit old now. I'm not out there trying to do big tricks. I just love, Love big mountains, and I love just carving down it. That's um, that's good enough for me. Okay, so tell me about the movie itself. So it's a feature film, pretty ambitious project. I'm sure a lot of editing to do with it. But if you guys are filmmakers, if you guys have like made films in the past, like what motivated you to make this film? So we um, we just we were kind of producing a lot of stuff. We worked with um Sony early on in their kind of action cam division, and we were we were kind of specialists in making short action um branded content pieces for and matt always had a passion for filming as did i and this started when we were teenagers we'd go on road trips and film each other surfing and um you know that just that that was more for for our benefit but as time got on and then um yeah i, I went down the full like pro surfer path um you know providing content was a, a part of my kind of job and matt was you know, my best mate, but also a great filmer. And, and it was an excuse for us to go on trips pretty much, you know, and he, he would film a bunch and then we'd kind of produce just little short edits and that would keep 
um, you know, the sponsors happy and whatnot and keep your you in the public eye. We um we did a trip to Mexico. It was, I think, 2012. And I was over there competing in the US. And we thought, let's go to Mexico for a month. We'll hang out. We'll film. We'll surf. We'll make make the edit, you know, that'll come in and it'll keep everyone happy. But we, we moved around so much in Mexico. And um, we started to experience all the, like, different cultures and different communities. And, like, we're on, you know, in nice places, kind of, like, slummy places, just different kind of landscapes. And Matt, Matt just started filming a lot more like and, and more of that candid stuff just when we're on the move and and you know the differing landscapers and and you know the local people and um just out of we, we just had time to kill over there between surfing and he, he created an edit called it's called the journey begins it's still out there on vimeo now that that video got more traction than my actual surf three minute surf edit and this was mm-hmm. about a five minute piece with a great track that that edit got so much traction and it had minimal action in it it had like Four or five waves. The rest was just really the journey, our yeah. journey through Mexico. Well, it's the emotional it was, story. People are attracted to the emotion, right? Exactly. It was literally that moment when that started to get so much traction that edit. We were like, "There is, we've, there's something here. There's, there's something in in our trips that people want to see. They want to see like the other side of it. It's not just like, oh, great, he's he's seven perfect waves in Mexico. It's like." How do you get there? You know, like where where exactly are they? What are they What are they staying in? Like, what are the struggles? What it can't be that easy, and that that just kind of led us to the concept. Um, we our first trip was to Canada and Alaska, somewhere Matt Matt had been living in Canada, so he had a he had a bit of familiarity with the 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 place. But we just we had no storyboard. We just knew, all right, like Mexico, we're going to start to build something. We're just going to film everything, and literally. That is how it started. We filmed everything and anything along that whole Canada-Alaska stint for three and a half weeks. Um, the, the, the kind of stockpile of footage we ended up with was ridiculous, yeah. but the quality of it, the quality of what we were able to produce from that is um, it's of such a high level that there was total merit in starting that way, just filming everything. So did you have like a story that you were telling or did you kind of figure it all out in editing? Yeah, we just, so our, our kind of questions to each other, we were, we were doing our own interviews. I'd step behind the camera film, Gil. So it was just like, where are we? What are we doing? So where are we? What are we doing? Where are we? What are we doing? You know, film the landscapes. We're doing like nice pan shots. We had the glide cam. <clears throat> that's, that's just kind of how it started. And that, so it was just like, a, a, a normal cliche Canadian holiday. We were, you know, we were going like a snowmobiling in the backcountry because Gil still had a snowmobile over there. We mm. were, we were camping in the wilderness to go surfing through a guy who does do some tours over there. So it was, it was a little obscure, and that's kind of that that built the story for us um, as much as we were telling it. Um, after that Canada Alaska trip, when we were sifting through all the footage, we that's when we kind of realized, hey, we got to get a little more organized here. We got to let's actually like plan it out, think what we want to tell and what we want to film, and that way we're not going to end up with, you know, gigabytes on gigabytes of footage that we've got to sift through and label and try to figure out what's the best. So it, it was a, a little messy and clunky to start with, but it it kind of helped us really refine how to build a storyboard for our trips. Gotcha. And then who did the, who edited the film? You guys just got, got to the, to the, after you finished your trip and 
Got to the yeah, computer we, uh, and started figuring <laughs> things out, or <laughs> kinda. We to start with, we were we thought we could take it on. Um, realized that was chance in hell we were going to be able to yeah. do that as much as much as we knew editing. Um, never done any sort of long form pieces ever. So we um we had a few people have a crack at it. We had our great mate Christian White, um, you know, who passed away unfortunately. He had a little bit of a crack at it and sort of sort of assembled a bit of a timeline around that Canada trip. Um it even it got to a point where it was maybe going to be a TV show. So someone had a little go at kind of doing a, a short 30 minute version. We got super lucky to meet our our editor and um you know kind of co-producer Colin Clark. He's a an ex-pro snowboarder living out here. He's from uh, from the States, lives out here in Oz now. We met him at a, a snow shop. I was actually buying my first pair of snowboard boots. And we just got chatting to Colin and he he was a content creator and he we told him what we were doing, where we were going. And uh, we, we, we kept his details and actually met up with him a, a few months later and pitched the project to him and asked if it was something he mentioned he would like. He was keen to take on something of this size and, and nature. And uh, just by chance, he, his, his schedule was free. He, um, he had time to sink into a project like this. The, the most, uh, I guess, the luckiest thing for us, he was, he's another like-minded guy. He's, he was young, adventurous, um, outdoors guy, loves snowboarding, obviously highly skilled at it. But he just also, he understood what we were trying to achieve very quickly just by having that, you know, being like-minded. So um, we got so lucky. And you guys are the character. You guys are the characters. Like you got there, we're we're following you on your crazy journey and in your personality and like and like it's we we everybody kind of admires you and think you're crazy at the same time for your guys' kind of ambition to like. I guess it's like one with the world. I guess right. Like you're trying. You I th- I'm assuming you wanna you wanna go on different adventures all over the world and kind of see all the world. In yes. kind of your yeah. that's your that's your goal. Absolutely. Like we, um, we wanted it to be as relatable as possible. Like we might be a little extreme at times, but, but at the end of the day, we are still pretty normal blokes. Like we're, we're extremely humble. We, we hold careers, like we have to work and work essentially. That's what, that's what funds these trips. And, you know, we, we kind of work to live and not like live to work. That's a big thing we always remind ourselves on, but we, we definitely wanted to be a little to, to adventure off the beaten track a bit. We, um, you know, some people work their butt offs and maybe have a holiday a year and they go the same place and they, like that's that that might be that's all they need and that's that's totally fine that's perfect for me and Matt though we we wanted to it's a big wide world out there there's yeah. there's there's plenty of surprises and adventures to be had so we wanted to kind of dive into that touch on it and uh yeah just just make it a little different to the you know the, the cliche sort of mainstream holiday. Is there any uh, injuries that you guys sustained that that are uh, were big? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. Look, this, the hardest thing with the film is we again back to how much we filmed and how much footage we had. We we had to be pretty ruthless to screen to squeeze it all into like a ninety minute feature. Um, yeah. It would have been twice as long and just just as exciting, but you know. Even even I, with a, a pretty high attention span, I'd struggle to get through a three three hour film. So yeah. there's a lot of stuff that yeah, some stuff that didn't get in there. Gilso, uh, yeah, Matt actually he hurt his ankle while we we're in New Zealand. Um, you know, pretty a pretty bad high sprain, which you know, no broken bones or anything, but a, a high sprain can kind of immobilise you for quite a while. But 
kind of sucked it up and pushed through it. I um, I did my hamstring in Tahiti. I, I'm still, to this day, luckily I've been a stretcher. Like I always stretched since I was 18. I, where my my leg got pulled up to pretty much alongside my head, and, um, I thought I'd snap my hamstring, but again, just surfed a lot sooner than I should have after doctor's advice was to do one thing, but we kind of, you know, we, we were there and the opportunity kind yeah. of, arose for us to, to surf so I just strapped it up and had a go um, but for us nothing really major just those kind of that things that could have been a lot worse than they were we were lucky to, to not have anything really really sinister happen but I'm sure your loved ones are telling you to like be careful don't like you know, oh yeah, yeah how, um, <laughs> my, mine and Matt's mums are both um but they're they're good friends too. They go out for dinners weekly and stuff now. But they're they're real they're real like we're still their baby boys in their eyes. So yeah, yeah I, I I cop it and I know he cops it. It's like you know, be careful, don't do anything silly. Like you know, you shouldn't be doing that. It's like come on, we're we're in our thirties now. We're we're grown ups. We know what we're doing. We're all right. Yeah. So what did you guys think about the audience feedback video? The North American uh, audience talking about your film. Oh, we loved it. Yeah, it's um when you're so like we we've spent seven eight years creating this this project. Um, and when you're so immersed in something like we were, like we were, Colin was the editor, but we were sitting with him, going through it together. You know, we were co-producing, co. We're doing all of everything. It was we were all hands on for it. But because you're so immersed in it, you do start to question everything. Is this good? Are people going to like it? Does that make sense? You know, it just it goes on and on. The, the, the doubt creeps in. Um, so once we kind of released it, we were like, okay, well, it's out there. Let's, um, you know, we'd, we'd shown a couple of close friends and they said it was great, but it's like, are they, are they just telling us that? So once we got feedback from, you know, the broader, broader audience and, and, and broad around the world to hear that it actually, the chords that struck with people was, so satisfying um and and we are so grateful that people enjoy it get the messaging the underlying messaging and um appreciate you know the the time and effort we put into this project it's it is um it's it's made it all worth it for us for sure yeah it's a great it's a great film i hope it serves you guys well distribution and then uh like you said tv maybe but there's obviously a story here and you guys are the main characters and we are rooting for you like while we think, while you're doing things that nobody else, none of us would really do ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, and that's, that's exactly what we wanted. We don't, we didn't want to look like, you know, a couple of kind of spoiled, you know, Sydney boys. We, we all go through trials and tribulations in life. And, um, you know, there's, there's ups and downs and yeah, we just, we're, we're so glad that it, it is relatable and that it is there. Not, not to say like, should go out and do what we do but like there's, there's there's definitely things like to each their own you can you can find that feeling in a in a bunch of things and maybe it is just taking a holiday that that is a little different and and just going that little bit further and just like i think a life a fulfilling life is one that's just full of experiences and the more the more you can experience the more fulfilling it is so that's that's kind of something i like to not force on people but i definitely love to encourage people to to get out there and explore and have and you know just 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 push the push your Step out of your comfort zone a little more than you think you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like it, it, like it's like a, there's a spiritual kind of journey that you're on, and then obviously you're on the theory of you're doing a physical, 
like you're but you're you're one with the body you're one with your your spiritual journey obviously right so you're learning and, yeah and you're you're emotionally with with one with the world you're 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 touching on land that never gets touched by humans right so yeah so, yep. i think that you guys are doing something pretty profound so keep it up uh we appreciate it it's it's and look it's so good to hear but de- definitely we wanted to and look if we go again with the obviously it's a never-ending concept right like we could we could kind of chase that feeling forever but we i don't know we're just when we we get asked a lot what's next where would you go next and we we're looking real left field you know like greenland something that jumps at us um you yeah. know like down to patagonia like we we're drawn to the cold and harsh climates so um yeah it's from sydney you're drawn to the harsh climates of the cold That's yeah. Yeah, it is, it is go to antarctica go to antarctica yeah well our, our um editor he's actually been down there and he he's all for it so he filmed a an ultra marathon down there there was people going down there and have a running race like oh it's bizarre so it's a movie right yeah, there absolutely absolutely yeah. so yeah he's, he's got a little foot up on the landscape so who knows maybe that sneaks in there too yeah all right man let's talk again when you make your next film congratulations on absolutely. this one and uh, uh, appreciate that thanks for your time Thank you. one two three four five six